This is the PropTech VC Podcast. We give you unique insights into how innovative technologies are disrupting real estate. We interview top entrepreneurs, investors, and knowledgeable experts to share the inside scoop in this fast-moving industry. It's hosted by leading PropTech VC, Zane Jaffer. Let's dive into today's content. On today's PropTech VC podcast, we're joined by Jonas Bordeaux. Jonas is the co-founder of Dwellsy, a residential marketplace with 12 million plus listings. That's two times more than any other player. Jonas, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Zane. It's great to be here. You know, you um, have quite some strong views on the current <laughs> listings and classified uh, marketplace. Why don't you give our audience sense of what your really strong views are? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's 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 brutally tough out there for renters. It's brutally tough out there for landlords. Um, there are not great tools available to folks to get your place rented at a reasonable price. And if you're a renter looking for a place, um, it's kind of like going to the worst flea market you could possibly imagine where all your friends seem to be able to find something and you can't. Uh, you know, I just the number of renters I've talked to who seem um, incredibly, um, you know, just feels like everybody finds something great and they don't. And the reality of it is, is just it's so um, happenstance and luck oriented in the market right now. Um, and a few years ago, Craigslist dominated the market and it was uh, terrible, but functional. And now in the absence of Craigslist, you, you really have to walk neighborhoods, look at yard signs. It, like there's not a good tool available prior to Dwellsy. So that's uh, why we founded Dwellsy in order to um, help those renters and help landlords get their places rented as well. You know, according to the Washington Post, in 2014, Craigslist was the market leader with 11 million plus listings. Mm -hmm. However, they, they removed uh, or factored in the removal of duplicate listings, spam mm -hmm. and other filters, and that 11 million dwindled down to 1.5 million verifiable listings. Just shocking the amount of you know, spam and duplicate listings out there. Well, how did, how did Craigslist go from being the way renters found places to becoming this website full of scammers and losing its relevance for how renters find places? Yeah, you know, I, I, I had a front row seat for this and you know was running a portfolio at the time where um, across our you know multiple properties in, in multiple states we could see the performance of Craigslist and just saw every month how it got worse and worse and worse from about 2015 to 2018 um, it went from our most important lead source down to um, almost nothing and you know as, as we dug in we saw a couple of things happening um, you know number one the the form of scam that had always been prevalent on Craigslist had gone through the roof um, and it, it had Gotten to the point, I saw an industry study, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to take with me when I left my last job. But um, that study showed that 70 to 80 percent of the listings on Craigslist were fraudulent, which is, you know, at, at a level where you can't wonder if you're looking at a fraudulent listing. You are probably looking at a fraudulent listing on Craigslist. So, you know, I think that kind of professionalization of fraud on that side, that fake landlord scam, um, was the number one thing that hurt them. Uh, the number two was actually a new scam that emerged in the mid uh, 2010s, you know, around 2014, 2015, which is um, a fake renter scam. And this is, you know, your, your classic, um, you know, some uh, I've got a bunch of money for you. Uh, I just need some money from you in order to free it. Um, you know, so prospective renters would reach out to landlords and say, I can pay the full year's rent in advance and I'll pay you an extra 200 bucks a month for the courtesy of allowing me to do that. Oh, by the way, I need you to pay my moving expenses. 
and you know the landlords got taken in and, and gradually those two scams over the course of a couple of years really just undid any semblance of trust that was there and all that was left was uh, fraudsters. So you're saying the, the fraud became so bad and pervasive that it was two-sided both for the renters and the landlords? Correct, yeah. Now yeah. You, you talked about there being telltale signs of fraud or, or perhaps a renter not knowing if they're dealing with fraud. You would think that fraud sounds kind of obvious. You know, we all get these, uh, all of us I'm sure get these emails from a Nigerian prince. We get text messages from, you know, someone in Saudi Arabia who needs, you know, some help and is willing to, you know, give you a share of their cut. How obvious or non-obvious is it when you're a renter? I mean, I, I you, you would guess as a consumer, well, you know, there's very little information on the listing, so it's probably fake. Yeah. What, what, what's, what's the reality or what was the reality like? Yeah, you know, it all seems obvious in hindsight, right? Um, when you look at it dispassionately, you look at it from um, when you're not involved and it all seems so painfully obvious and it seems like there were patterns um, along the way. Uh, and, and the reality is for most of the folks who get scammed, they're, you know, the, the fraudsters are sending out a huge number of opportunities to scam people. Um, they are uh, creating you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of opportunities for themselves. And what they're looking for is that person who's in a pickle, that person who's in a tight spot for whom their appeal is so valuable that they are um, willing to suspend their rational disbelief in that moment. You know, I saw somebody uh, who was defrauded on Craigslist the other day um, and I looked at the whole fact pattern and they looked at the whole fact pattern and they were completely embarrassed about it um, because there were multiple steps along the way where they absolutely should have known um, not to make that next step, whether it's, you know, sending a deposit via Venmo, um, the landlord offering them, you know, a discount on the rent in order to pay, a, you know, earlier and upfront and things that landlords just never do not allowing them to show to see the place. Oh, it's occupied. You can't see it at all. You know, oh, and the, the current tenants are a real handful. So I can't get in there to show you, um, you know, the place myself. Um, like none of those things actually map with how it should work. Um, but this person was desperate for the place and this place met all of their needs. Uh, they've been looking for months and here was the perfect place at the perfect price. And they went for it. You know, it's we live in a society where it's based on trust. And unfortunately, there are bad actors that can abuse your trust. But sometimes um, even the wisest of people can get scammed without realizing it. I don't know if you've heard of um, the case with Bernie Madoff. Uh -huh. And there was an author called Stephen Greenspan who wrote a book called The Annals of Gullibility. Uh -huh. Why we get duped and how to avoid it. And this came out in December 2008. And it's interesting time because he wrote the book on how to avoid getting scammed. And he's the one who actually ended up getting scammed by Bernie Madoff. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it could happen to all of us if the circumstances present themselves. You know, and the, the key is, is really trying to um, find somebody dispassionate to look at the fact pattern for you. Uh, somebody who knows and understands um, how the situation should work, um, or at least can look at it dispassionately and say, wow, this this really smells wrong to me. And then to have the courage to step away, even though it looks like a great deal. 
You know, I talked to a landlord, uh, this was probably two years ago now, who'd been scammed with the fake renter scam on Craigslist. And uh, she was telling me like she was she was in a pickle because she had she had some capital needs. She had to do some work on the place. And here was a here was a renter out of nowhere. Mana from heaven wanted to lock down the place and make sure they had it and would pay two years rent up front. It's like, oh, wow, she really needed that. And she's like, normally I never would have fallen for something like that. But here was a situation where she had an extreme need and that corresponded with an offer that just seemed fabulous. And so she was willing to overlook things that she wouldn't have normally been willing to overlook. Um, and she got scammed, unfortunately. Alex, there are a plethora of rental listing platforms out there. You know, CoStar owns a bunch. You've got Zillow, you've got Redfin. Yeah. Um, what's the problem that you're solving with Dwellsy and how does that impact the renter? Because the naive consumer amongst us would think, oh, there's so many websites. There's, there's so many different websites actually. Yeah. And they all seem to have the same damn listings. Well, and, and you know, I think part of it, um, and I, I should say, I have tremendous respect for the CoStar platform, the Zillow platform, um, you know, the Redfin, RentPath platform, you know, those guys uh, all do a great job at doing what they do. Um, and each one of those has 10, 15 or more brands. So there's kind of an illusion of uh, choice out there. Um, you know, I had lots of people who were like, oh, I won't use Zillow, but truly is great. I'm like, you know, they're the same, right? <laughs> they're owned by the same company, sourcing the same inventory, um, you know, both doing their thing, but people have their preferences um, and, you know, they express those preferences um, freely. And, and that's great. Um, you know, the, the reality of those platforms is that they have a product to sell, which is classified ads, and they sell classified ads to landlords. And overwhelmingly, the landlords who are willing to pay for those are your large multifamily platforms and typically, you know, class A, class B product. Um, so it's higher end, large scale properties. And you're talking about 12 or 15% of the US rental inventory. Fully 70% of the US rental inventory is in four units and smaller properties. Um, and there's nobody serving that market except for Dwellsy. Um, nobody is going after that and really trying to serve that space. Um, and then there's that in between, you know, those four to 100 units, that's another 15%. There's, you know, CoStar said in their most recent earnings call, they have 50% market penetration in 100 unit plus and 4% market penetration in the four to, in I guess the five to 100 unit space. Um, they just haven't gone after that. So they're leaving 85% of the market um, on the table for others to go after. I probably shouldn't be saying this. They're gonna start going after it now, but. Let me replay what you just said. You said that the current way that Rent, renters find listings is based on the fact that these listings tend to be focused on class A and class B because they have more money to spend and mm -hmm. that the entire rental marketplace industry is full of uh, pay to play mm -hmm. promoting classified listings yes. so inevitably there's a search problem there's a user experience problem because if you're favoring the listings that pay the most those are the mm -hmm. listings that will be shown to the consumer yep. and it's it's like the first page of Google or the first ad you see is the thing you're more likely to click on. And eventually after clicking, 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 you're getting frustrated because this isn't targeting towards me. Is that what you're saying? That's that's exactly the problem. Yeah, you know, you've, you've, you've hit it right on the head. Um, you know, the, uh, the average renter is out there looking for a single family rental or a walk up unit somewhere. Um, that's what most people want. And generally speaking, you can't find that on those big platforms. Um, and it's just because those landlords don't have to and aren't willing to pay for listings 
and the you know lease up down the block for the brand new upscale 400 unit community is always going to be able to pay the most and is always going to show up first in every um, listing search that that renter does. And so ultimately what I hear from renters over and over again is they do a search for their region, they end up at one of the big uh, legacy classifieds platforms um, and they search and they don't find what they're looking for. Uh, and then so they start going out and, and finding other places. They ask friends, they walk the neighborhood, um, they post in Facebook saying they're you know looking for something and asking for help. Um, and if they're lucky, they find Dwellsy and we can help them with that stuff. Yeah, or they uh, apply and they're left in a situation where they don't qualify because of the credit requirements or even worse, the listing is, has been removed. 